Can Oregon and Utah maintain that top spot in the Pac-12 rankings? Will ASU sneak in and take the South? We take a look at the conference rankings for the week and evaluate what teams we'll be seeing battling it out in the Pac-12 championship, all on today's episode of Locked On Pac-12 Podcast. You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Pac-12 Podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Robinson, former Pac-12 student athlete and current social media specialist at ESPN. This week is what week it was a finish of week 11 of the week 11 i believe of the conference play um we have two more weeks left of conference regular season and then we get into bowl games and championships and all that good stuff so um this will be one of the last three episodes of pac-12 rankings which well, as far as football goes basketball season is here and we'll probably pick that up and do that on the basketball side. But for football, kicking things off would be Oregon. Oregon has been consistent with their wins, um, only took the one L against Stanford. And so at this point, they are sitting atop the Pac-12 rankings week in and week out. They are in the top four of the college football playoff rankings. But I will say not all of their wins have been super impressive. So like Michael Luke said earlier this week, not quite sure if they deserve to be in the college football playoff rankings, but we're not going to knock it because that gives the Pac-12 conference some love on a national scale. So uh, for now, they had a great game against Washington State, uh, pretty dominant and it hurt my heart, but it is what it is. Uh, coming in at number two on this list is UCLA. Um, UCLA has had some up and downs this season, uh, essentially started the season looking very good um, to the point like the game against LSU had everyone thinking that they would be considered a top team amongst the conference. And then they've started having some struggles. DTR had some injuries. Um, so they're currently six and four. Um, getting ready to face the Trojans tomorrow or Friday, sorry, Saturday in their um, big rivalry showdown in Los Angeles. And I think it'll definitely be the Bruins who are the favorites. Um, they've just been a better team than USC this season. Uh, for UCLA, last game, dominating against Colorado, as they should. Colorado's not a team that uh, – we consider competitive enough to be even uh, close to beating UCLA. So they took care of business and scored 44 points against Colorado. And that's exactly what we want to see from the, from the teams that are considered top opponents in this conference. Coming in at number three on this ranking list is Oregon State. Okay. Oregon State definitely has had their ups and downs this season as well. And I think that's fair to say about most of the um, teams in the conference. Only a few have had extremely dominant seasons to where there's been no question about them. Oregon State, though, um, has 
was on a roll starting the season, then ran into some struggles against Washington State, Cal, and even Colorado in a surprising overtime loss. So they bounced back last weekend against Stanford with a 35 to 14 win. Um, still relying on that run game heavily. Chance Nolan is still not a dominant quarterback, but in this game against Stanford, he did put up 257 yards for two touchdowns. Um, so we're seeing some progress there, I'll say. Uh, they're six and four currently, uh, getting ready to face is, I'm trying to see if it, oh, getting ready to face ASU, which is a big matchup. We talked with uh, Connor Drios yesterday about that matchup and how. It's a little tough usually for ASU going to Corvallis to compete. Uh, Oregon State is for sure looking to win out the rest of their games for a chance of a better bowl game um, and just to finish out the season better than, you know, they expected, I'm sure. Uh, we definitely coined them the team most likely to upset, and they definitely did that this season, but they also got upset by some teams that we were not expecting as well. So, yeah, more to come um, as we continue to break down the Pac-12 rankings of the week. A quick reminder, these are not rankings for the overall season, but rankings for just the performances of how each team did this week. Um, but though, for those of you that, you know, have gone through this pandemic and decided to sharpen up your cooking skills, if you're serious about cooking, you should definitely invest in your kitchen tools. Made-ins cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. I tried their knives, and I love them. They're super sharp. Um, they work really well. So you definitely should go ahead and try made-in products. The Made-in produces professional quality cookware for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Made-in products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven. They have 40,000 plus five-star reviews and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Made-in, better cookware for better meals. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off their first order with promo code LOCKED ON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to maidencookware.com slash locked on and use promo code LOCKED ON for 15% off your first order. That's maidencookware.com slash locked on. Use promo code LOCKED ON. Shout out to you listeners for making Locked On Pac-12 Podcast your first listen of the day. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms. So continue to support and listen, and we will continue to bring you all the conference news you need for the Conference of Champions. Now, uh, coming in at number four on this list of Pac-12 rankings this week is ASU, who, um, you know, ASU was battling for the Pac-12 South Division until they faced Utah and took an L, um, but they competed against Washington, almost lost there, which would have been kind of a disaster for them in the sense of there's still a small hope for them to take the South. Um, Washington is not a team that we've been seeing play well this season or strong enough to take out a team like ASU. Um, ASU is one of those teams that have been 
dominant and, you know, ran into some tough opponents in Utah and Washington State, but still one of the more dominant teams in the Pac-12 Conference, especially in the Pac-12 South. And so the um, comeback win against Washington was probably a good morale booster, but something we talked about with Connor Drios last, um, yes, just yesterday was the struggle of Jaden Daniels and how that ultimately is starting to become the demise of the Sun Devils. And at this point, they're heavily relying on their run game. Rashad White rushed for 184 yards on 32 carries for two touchdowns. And that's amazing, crazy, but amazing. So right now, um, the ASU offense is heavily relying on their run game, while the ASU defense is picking up a lot of slack and kind of ultimately saving the day here. So uh, going a whole quarter, 14 to 0, letting the Huskies get up on them in the first quarter like that is kind of unlike the Sun Devils, but their fourth quarter performance outscoring the Huskies 21 to 6 ultimately showed us um, that's the team that we've been seeing this season and kind of expected to see earlier in that game for sure. Uh, the Sun Devils are currently 7-3, and three and they get ready to face Oregon State in Corvallis. Uh, we already talked about that with Connor Drios. If you haven't listened, go ahead and listen to that episode from yesterday um, and check it out for more details about the game preview and the matchup. Coming in at number five is Utah. So Utah has been that team that um, has been super dominant. The, the team that's leading the South, we ex fully expect to see them in the Pac-12 championship against probably Oregon. Um, but we'll get to see that matchup this weekend with uh, number four Oregon facing number 24 Utah Saturday. Um, but their game against Arizona was shockingly um, disturbing, I'll say. Utah is a team that, like I said, has been dominant. In Arizona, not so much. They're working with one win that they just uh, secured against Cal, and it wasn't a great game at that. But uh, Utah, literally, the first quarter – was down to the Wildcats 14 to 7. And one thing I have pointed out a lot this season is that the Wildcats have lost um, repetitively, but it hasn't been blowout losses. And this game is just a quick reminder of how there's talent there. They just hadn't figured out how to close out games. So Utah advanced to 7 to 3. They pulled out the win 38 to 29 against the Wildcats. And they're still on their road to uh, securing that Pac-12 South title and making the Pac-12 championship. Coming in at number six is Arizona for the exact reason of everything I just said. The Wildcats put up a good fight against the Utah Utes. Um, they showed the conference, and they've been showing the conference all season long, that they're not a team that's just going to give you a win despite their uh, record. They're sitting at one and nine now, but it truly means nothing when they come into those games. They want you to play them as a serious opponent, and they're not going to give you anything less than that. They had some issues at quarterback this season um, and haven't been able to put together too many strong games, but at the end of the day, uh, I've seen a lot of fight in this team. They will be facing Washington State this weekend, which, you know, they'll be going to Pullman. Weather should be a little chilly right these days, might even get some snow up there. And so 
I'm not quite sure Arizona is ready for what they're going to deal with because we, you know, the Wildcats, I mean, the Cougars are used to that weather, used to playing in that weather, and even just being in that home atmosphere are going to be ready for that game. But should be a good matchup. Hopefully the Cougars shut it down and don't give Arizona too much leeway, but Wildcats versus Cougars. I will be tuned in, and you definitely should be too. Uh, coming up next, we'll continue the rankings list with the last four teams that uh, haven't been doing too well or didn't do too well in this past weekend. BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop and mobile uh, mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, when it was happening, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, so rounding out these ranking lists, four more teams left that you know played games this past weekend and all of them took an L, okay? Um, Washington State, I mean, Washington, sorry. Washington in the game against ASU uh, had a good lead, started off strong, uh, made everyone think that, you know, they were going to be able to pull this off. And they haven't, like I said, haven't been having a great season, but finished the first half 17-7 to and came back, still giving it. It was that fourth quarter where things turned around for the Sun Devils, and that's where the Huskies lost it. Now, continue to mention that the Huskies also um, did not have their coach, head coach present, Jimmy Lake. He was suspended for that game and then subsequently on Sunday fired um, from that position. And so it's fair to say the coaching staff situation could have contributed to the breakdown, but the Huskies definitely were in the lead and throwing it threw it away in that final fourth quarter. Washington will be facing Colorado this weekend. Um, and then after Thanksgiving for that Black Friday, they will be facing Washington State for the Apple Cup, which I've been looking forward to all season long. Um, but coming in behind Washington at uh, number eight, sorry, is Washington State. Um, Washington State was in for a really good run. Uh, I was looking forward to this game against Oregon, but from the gate, they made too many crucial mistakes, allowing Oregon to jump out on them. Uh, defense was not prepared for uh, Oregon's run game, wasn't prepared for Oregon's um, offense period, I would say that we saw Travis Dye, Byron Cardwell, Anthony Brown himself all get rushing touchdowns and really just take over against the Washington State Cougars. Right now, the Cougars are five and five, a huge blow from where they were headed. And now they're struggling to just secure a chance to get a bowl game. And that's not the what we saw for 
Washington State this season, especially after they started turning things around. Uh, again, they've also dealt with coaching situations and all of that. But this weekend they'll be facing Arizona, and it'll be a crucial game for them because uh, they need at least one more game to be bowl eligible. But I think for them they'll really need to get the next two wins, I mean next two games, to secure a good bowl game and uh, just put a good stamp on the finish of their season. Coming in at number nine is Colorado. So Colorado's game against – the Huskies it, at this point is just like the deficit is what put them in that position. Um, we haven't seen a lot from the Buffalo this season. They had, they did have some good games. One of those games being against Oregon State, then another game against, um, oh, not Washington. They didn't play Washington this weekend. I'm sorry, uh, but back to what I was saying. We've seen some good games from Colorado this season against. Oregon State and Arizona, but they are not able to capitalize against some really good teams. Oregon State is one team that they were able to really capitalize against, but they lost to Oregon. They lost to ASU, USC, um, and Cal. And then against UCLA, they only put up 20. Uh, UCLA scored 44 on them. And at this point, their season, they're just looking to finish out. They're three and seven. They're not going to make a bowl game. They only have two more games left, one against Washington and the other against Utah, which is their Pac-12 rival, I guess you can say. Um, but then they'll look to revamp and recharge for next season. And then finishing out the rankings this week is Stanford. So Stanford, you know, had some good games as well this season. They were the lone team to beat Oregon and as well as, the first team to be SC this season, I, I believe, as far as uh, in the conference. And so we definitely expected better from Stanford this season, but a 35 to 14 loss um, against Oregon State is just, ah, it's just not it. It's not it at all. Uh, Oregon State, again, good team, but we've also seen them take some L's to teams like Cal. So, that alone tells you right now, you know, I think we it should have been a better play from uh, Stanford. Three to seven, I mean, three seven is Stanford's record right now. And it's just, yeah, another sad team that won't be making a bowl game this season. And I think we'll probably be reevaluating, re you know, how they approach their next season. Um, just wasn't their, their year unfortunately. But again, Pac-12 is full of chaos, hard to compete in this conference for anyone. And so until next week, when we bring you the second to last Pac-12 rankings, uh, make sure you continue to listen, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube to the Locked On Pac-12 podcast. Um, Follow along on Twitter at LO underscore Pac-12. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Cindy Robinson. And then make sure you make one of our other conference shows your second listen of the day. There's Locked on SEC, Locked on ACC, and Locked on Big 12. Uh, other than that, continue to stay Locked on Pac-12 on the Locked on Network. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.